Hi, I'm Beth Guckenberger, and welcome to the Punch First Podcast. Todd, here we are on day 21, our final episode. We made it. Of the Punch First Podcast. And one of the things I appreciate that you have done, um, and I just want us to always be willing to be vulnerable. I think vulnerability is a really key component of this kind of conversation, not pretending we haven't figured out, not pretending that things aren't hard sometimes, not pretending that we don't know what to do when we're under attack, but just being honest about how hard it can be um, with each other. In this particular last day where it talks about he wants me to feel alone, I think what vulnerability does is it creates connection and keeps me from feeling like I've got to be the only person who wrestles with this. Um, and I don't want anyone to feel alone. I, I can't remember how many years ago that was one of our themes here at Back to Back, all the one another verses in scripture that are outlined on this day that we're to love one another and come for one another and lift one another up and be each other's helper. And there's just a whole list of them. And you and I have lived in and among a really powerful community for a long time. And I th- I really credit them in many ways with our ongoing, you know, spiritual maturation because they reflect back to us and give us feedback when we're when we need when we need it and they also hold us accountable to do the right things yeah interesting thinking about vulnerability i think the the enemy often stifles our run of or wants us to stifle our vulnerability and and almost happens in a moment like Mm -hmm. i might try to share something with you or with with a friend and and they say something and i'm like then all of a sudden my guard goes up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I think that maintaining a sense of vulnerability and transparency and not 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 reacting and closing the door because then we, then we are alone in that, you know? And so I think it's really important. But I love the team that we work with because there's tons of feedback and there and we have great great relationships, but it's it's a community of people where I think I can say, Hey, I'm having a hard day or, you know, we have to practice telling our stories to each other. I mean, it's one of the reasons why around our dinner table every night for more than 10 years, we've had this practice where <coughs> we share, excuse me, our happies and our crappies. And the reason we share our happies is because we need to learn how to celebrate things that are good for one another that might have not one thing to do with us. And the reason we share our crappies is we have to learn how to be empathetic with one another about something that we might be thinking uh, that wouldn't be that crappy to me. I don't know why that made your crappy list. But that, that's not actually the point. The point is that was crappy to you, and so I care about it. Someone was just telling me about they had a big number birthday, and it was hard for them. And when they were sharing with someone else that they were not so happy at their birthday, in fact, it was hard for them, that person made a joke about, you know, I wish I was that age or I wish I had what the circumstance that they were feeling sad about. And maybe the person was uncomfortable with the fact that they were getting something shared with them that was hard, but that that person who was sharing the hard thing felt dismissed by their joke. And I think we have to think about what does it look like to listen to each other's stories and and how do we learn how to celebrate and empathize with one another? Those are key components to us not feeling alone. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a question in this. Um, I tell that story about Dee Dee, our daughter, mm. and how on her 21st birthday, you said, I don't think it matters so much where you're from. I think it matters where you belong and you belong here. What does that word belonging mean to you? I mean, specifically, I mean, it's a, it's huge. Uh-huh. You know, we, 
and especially in our family, you know, we've handful adopted children, we've fostered before. Mm-hmm. And I think belonging is like the X factor. Yeah. This is, these are my people. This is, in, in Spanish, the word for race is raza. And, but they, they kind of say it, mi raza, like, uh-huh. like these are my people. And I love that it's not exclusive, it's inclusive. And it has nothing to do with p- somebody's color. No, no, no. It's, it's actually, it's, it's like a, my tribe, my group. And, and I, and I think, belonging is is really important and and knowing that you belong allows you to let down yeah it allows you to be who you are who god created you to be and i mean Didi's easy to love because she's amazing and she's she's gifted and she loves she loves jesus but um but you know i think it's important for us to know who where we belong and and to show up for each other and sometimes that showing up means on a weeknight a work night we all show up for somebody's birthday but it also means like at our dinner table, you and I know that sometimes I get kind of uncomfortable when the kids start giving each other feedback. So I'm like, be nice. Oh, I love nice. it. It's like, it's good friction. You know, it's kind of this accountability group that happens in, impromptu. Yeah. It, it actually demonstrates felt safety that they feel like they can say exactly what they are meaning and they can mean exactly what they're saying because they have that sense of connection and family culture and identity and ultimately belonging and yeah yeah i i i can't overestimate enough the the benefits or the dividends that we get from creating places like that when we another tradition we do at dinner on birthdays since you brought it up is we we go around the table and because we're a fairly large group when when we are having a birthday party everybody we put the birthday person in the hot seat mm. and then everybody goes around the table and says something about that person something they appreciate a favorite memory once again, it's, they're connecting, they're 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 sharing story together, sharing life together, and that makes you feel like you belong. And, and for me, sometimes it's uncomfortable in the hot seat. I don't mm-hmm. like to be the center of attention, but man, does it feel good to be loved and be known by, in this case, our family. And I think in the area of spiritual warfare, what can happen is it's one thing to figure out how to fight the enemy on your own, fight him from taking root in our thoughts, fight him from taking the words that I say inappropriately or in, incorrectly and using them to hurt another like like fighting spiritually for myself and when we begin to fight for each other and i think that's really how i wanted to end this discussion was like we've got to keep spiritually fighting for one another and sometimes that means intercessory prayer sometimes that means holding people accountable sometimes that means showing up for people like literally being proximate with them there's all kinds of ways that i think we demonstrate to the communities of belonging that where we are, I care enough. I, I'm going to stand between you and that enemy so he doesn't, he knows that you're not fighting alone. Right. Our daughter Emma has a phrase, she'll, she'll be like, she'll say all of a sudden, I got you. Mm-hmm. I got your back. And and it's there is that sense of, of kind of protection. Yeah. And and I think I think that it, it goes without saying, like, you know, when when our kids need something and this is just our children, but it's this is in real life. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go for you. We, we will. We got you. Yeah, we got you. And I think that's true of the people we work with. I think that's true of the relationships we've built. And I think it's important. I do, too. Well, I wanted to close our time in prayer. Um, I'm going to pray the way that I do all the time for both myself and for those that I care about in a way that hopefully demonstrates the authority and power and permission that we have to go to the God to go to God with chutzpah. You know, chutzpah is that Hebrew word meaning utter audacity, gall, and nerve. Like I'm gonna ask him for what I need. And I'm gonna do so because 
I'm one of his kids. So would you bow with me in prayer? Oh, Jesus, that sea of combat is always where I start. Just confess to you my own sin. Confess to you my weaknesses. I confess to you moments when I hop back and forth between wanting to follow you and wanting to give in to my flesh. So, Lord, I just want to cleanse myself before you, and I want to, I want to acknowledge my identity with you as one of your kids. Your word tells me I'm a co-heir with you, that I'm going to do greater things on earth through the power of your spirit than you did when you walked here in flesh. That doesn't even make sense to me, but I'm holding on to that promise. So it is with the power and authority that I have as a co-heir with you that I ask all kinds of things. And I can ask them because you tell me that if I ask for bread, you're not going to give me a stone. To ask you boldly, to approach you boldly, to talk to you face to face like a friend. These are all your words that you have given to me and I give them right back to you. So I ask you for all kinds of things right now, Jesus. Protection, provision, blessing, forgiveness, mercy and joy, peace and grace, love. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I ask you for an anointing because I can. And that kind of anointing is the craving I have for the supernatural touch to come to me and then through me. So Jesus, I do ask for that kind of supernatural anointing to come through to anybody that's listening, that they may walk differently today because they've spent time with you. They may talk differently today because they've spent time with you. They may fight an enemy because you've empowered them to do so. They may cling to you because you've invited them to. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you. And we pray all these things in your resurrected name. Amen. Amen.